The Dinner Show Podcast here. We're here to talk about some stuff, so let's talk about some stuff. The song of the week was supposed to be, um, you know, I talk about music and stuff and review, reviews. I can't do it. I can't do it. Reviews. Like they do it in the DMV. But anyways, um, I'm supposed to do, you know, the song of the week. I had a song of the week for you that I have been listening to last week. Um, I was like, let me pick something. So I picked something and I'm gonna talk about that in a few seconds, but the song of the week, I think is a little bit more fitting for what's going on in America. Excuse me. So the song of the week this week is Madonna's God Control from her Rebel, I mean, from her, (laughs) her Madam X album. I did not know. I didn't. Okay, so, you know, Buffalo. What happened in Buffalo? The dude went around shooting. I don't know. He specifically went and shot black people in Buffalo, New York. And uh, I kind of was trying to stay away, trying to stay away from the details of the victims Because it's, it's too much. It's too much talking about that and over there and that side while we're over on this side. It's just too much. And so, in Madonna's song, she says, Everybody knows the truth. Everybody knows the damn truth. I'm sorry. Um, they say we need love. But we need more than this. Just some like a little bit of the lyrics from the song God Control. Which in the song she talks about gun control. And you know the world. America really. It's it's only America. It's only America. And it's like fuck Joe Biden. It's like fuck everybody who wants to give out sympathy. The sympathy letters. The sympathy love. That's not going to do shit. What's going to do something is getting gun control, getting gun laws, getting gun laws, getting like the, whatever you got to do, make it stricter to get guns. I don't know. And the the thing, the, the other thing is this is domestic terrorism and nobody wants to call it that. I think, you know. I feel like we need to uh, another domestic terrorism terrorist act happen instead of saying these gun violence because I feel like we need to make that that um, phrase that word more knowledgeable more know everybody needs to know it needs to be come the, at the tip of our, our lips instead of you know another mass shooting no call it what it is it's domestic terrorism. And then it's, you know, this racist domestic terrorism, right? It's this, like, American core racism, racist American, uh, American, this core American domestic terrorism. And, you know, it, the, it's just so sad because those black people are my family. 
that's my mother, that's my sister, that's my aunt, that's my grandmother, that my that's my great grandmothers, and that it really scares me. <laughs> when like my mom, for a moment it did COVID and then this domestic terrorism type thing scared me when my mom was like, I'm going to church, and then you know she lives in my grandmother and my mother they live in like a smaller town. And it's just like, it gives you a little anxiety. It's not fun. Like, this shit is not cool. Whoopi can say, you know, stop hurting us so many times on The View. Joe Biden can give as many sympathy speeches and visit as many places as he wants. Obama can do the same. But it's like, if we're not going to do anything about it, just say you're not going to do anything about it. Like... And I think it's like the 200th or something, 65th, some some crazy-ass number in the double-digit number of domestic terrorism that has happened this year. And it, the gun violence goes beyond, you know, the racist gun violence. It, there's the black community gun violence also. Excuse me. Or, like, the poor community gun violence also. Like, the Shreveport, where I live, the gun violence is crazy. It's, it's like, who are you shooting at anyways? Like, what is going... What is going on? Because this is not fun. This is not fun. Thank God I live in, like, a cute little neighborhood. Quiet little neighborhood. But this isn't fun. But everybody knows the damn truth, as Madonna said. Our nation has lost so much, so much respect. We're sending, you know, money out to Ukraine... Rachel Ray is sh- shitting herself out, shipping herself out to the Ukraine, fighting the war. <laughs> like, she's fighting the damn war herself. And, you know, there's shit at home to deal with. That's what I feel like. It's, it's so crazy, you know. You're, so, you're a celebrity, you got money, you do what you want. But, like, why are you going to other countries adopting other kids when, you know, there's kids here you can adopt? That's one thing, you know. On the upside of Madonna's, never mind. She hasn't adopted any American children. She's only adopted kids from other countries. I don't know what to say. Except for gun, there needs to be stricter gun laws. Like, come on, guys. You guys can do this like that. But you don't want to. Like, the Sandy Hook... I'm not going to talk about too much longer. The Sandy Hook shit, that was crazy. I think we were, I was driving... Just a little aspect into my life. What is it, like, 20, 10 years ago at this point? Driving... We were driving, like, on vacation. I'm on Twitter, and it's like the Sandy Hook... I think it was, like, after Sandy Hook. It might have been before. I mean, after... During, I don't know if it's during, it was either during or it was like right, like a day after or something like that. Or I mean, no, I think it was like hours after they like, you know, that Sandy Hook shit. That's so sad. All those kids. And now all these older black people being attacked, this racist domestic terrorism. That's all I have to say. What's next on the docket? What's next on today? S-W-V and Escape. Let me go to my article because I have no idea what this show is about. I'm going to read you what it says. 
So SWV and Escape are doing a show on Bravo. I saw, I think I saw Escape say, like, you know, Candy stuff coming soon or a TV show coming soon. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Nobody cares. <laughs> but then the, there's, like, you know, press has come out. Uh, the, 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 um, upcoming shows on Bravo were, like, released. And whatever, I don't think it has even a name. It just says, following their, this is from the Grape Juice, that Grape Juice dot net. Following their epic versus performance, which really made me love SWV. You've been listening to me that long. That, as, that, as, uh, versus opened my eyes to SWV. I love, like, I, I knew of SWV before, based off of, like, can we, in a little bit of week, and my sister, but I really loved the catalog after that. Got into the catalog, and, yeah. And, you know, I watched that TV show, so anyways, Find the Epic versus performance. Ladies of, of Escape and SWV reunite once again to prepare for a show that that prom- prom- promises to reignite their music careers. There is so much at stake. There is so much at stake for these powerhouse women. What? Like what? Like what are you guys talking about? As they navigate different stages in their lives, both personally and professionally. From celebrating the power of collaboration, what are you guys talking about? And sisterhood to pushing to overcome obstacles. There is no shortage of wonder in watching two of the most. Okay, like I don't know what this show is about. It's set to premiere in the winter. The show is produced by Mona Scott Young. Nobody cares. I mean, okay, cool, but what is this show about? <laughs> What is this show about? I loved SWV's Reun- Wait. Reunited. I forgot if they had it, like a little theme. I love their um their show on WeTV. I'll probably go watch um right now, um, SWV. I mean Escape still kicking it that they had on Bravo when they reunited. I don't know what we're gonna see. I know I don't think SWV is gonna make another album. Oh crap! Okay, um, I know that Escape was planning on making another album. Well, they had planned on doing new music, and then Candy, you know, Candy for um, at a certain point in the early nineties, I mean twenties, two thousands, she did. She like, what's the word? <laughs> Separated herself legally from them. Uh. She separated herself legally from the legally from there. I think she, and then I don't know. She, I'm guessing she's you know back in legally with them, but then they were making new music with like the the twisted escape name, and now um, Candy a couple years ago, probably before the pandemic, 2019, Candy was like, okay, I'll make song, I'll make music with you. I was convinced by my family and my mom and stuff like that. So we'll see what new escape music sounds like. I, like I said, I don't know what this show is about. <laughs> and I don't think they do either. Because that told me a bunch of nothing. Anyways. 
But I'll watch. I'm going to go watch it. When I'm done with this, I'm going to go watch the escape thingy again. So, SW, so I had this revelation, right, just recently, that SWV, Escape, maybe that's something they can talk about. Also, uh, SWV had that show with Salt and Pepper, that crazy-ass show, Ladies' Night. Oh, uh, my God, that was so crazy. Wait, should I do a review of that one? Oh, my gosh. Should I do a review of that show? Has anybody done... Did anybody do a review of the show? Anyways, SWV and Escape. Also, Destiny's Child. They all came out swinging, right? But then at the the late 90s, I feel like the late the late 90s just killed the girl groups cuz two of them left. <laughs> no, two, three? I think three of them left, including um three of them left and one of them disbanded. Yeah. No, okay, so what's that? Don't hold on to your love. In Vogue. In Vogue disbanded or in Vogue left. Escape left. SWV left. Did TLC leave by force at that point? I know they were like broken up or something, or they were doing solo projects or about to do solo projects or something, and then left eye left. Or something. Destiny Child kind of broke up. Or rebanded, whatever you want to call it. But anyways, the late 90s did a horrible job on the girl groups. Oh, even like, what's the name? Spice Girls. Mama, I love you. Mama. Mama. Okay, anyways. Um. Spice Girls even broke up. So the 90s killed the girl groups. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, SWV, Escape, and Destiny Child 4, the original members, they kind of had, like, this, their last albums in the 90s. And they all kind of had, like, this similar story, like, Well, SWV and, um, like, making that last album, I think SWV, okay, like, they, okay, I was trying to put out the points, like, making that last, their last album, SWV, Destiny's Child, and Escape, they all kind of had this, like, somebody wants to go solo, we're not being treated fairly, yeah, we're not being treated fairly, with Destiny Child and um, SWV, we're not being true to fairy. Somebody's going solo. We're not going to come show up to work. Or in some cases, like the label and the producers were working with this girl at certain times and then this group of girls at certain times. And then they would just put the um, songs together or put the, you know, put the, put the songs together in a sense. Which is so fascinating that they all kind of have that, you know, Destiny Child. Basically, from my thoughts, like what I've heard, you know, Latavia and Latoya didn't show up to sometimes to work. And so 
in my opinion, that's why I don't necessarily prominently hear them so much. Okay, um, there's like no, oh no, there are solos, I just don't listen to them. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, Escape, I believe, you know, they were like, Latasha was going to, uh, go solo, and you know, some songs, I think my, a couple of songs on that last album, I can't think of the name of their last album. There's just Candy and Tiny, um, and I think they all recorded at different times. And then SWV, def- definitely the label was like, we're going to enforce this hip-hop situation. And, you know, Coco wasn't feeling it. And I think Coco wasn't on one of the songs or something like that. Or she, yeah, I think. No, 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 no. Something, it was something like a rapper, or she was just, like, fed up or something. She was like, why is somebody, you know, it was rapper heavily. You know, the ballads really saved that album. Um, also, you know, Can We is, like, a classic R&B song. Say My Name is a classic R&B song. Um, you know, they all, I love how, all, like, all of this has, like, a connection. You know, Missy worked on Can't, look! <laughs> Missy worked on Can We, and she also worked on Confessions About the Things I Do. She worked on The Writings on the Wall. Um, Candy worked on that, you know, Candy's a part of SWV and worked on that, I mean, Escape and worked on that last album, and then she worked on Writings on the Wall. She wrote, like, a lot of songs on the Writings on the Wall, co-wrote a lot of Writings on the Wall. They all were girl groups, and they all kind of disbanded, and then kind of got back together, regrouped, which is so cool. I hope you're listening to this, because I feel like this is really cool and fun, valuable information. (sighs) Okay. What's next? I think I'm going to take a quick break. Because about the confessions. I'll be back. So, welcome back to the Dan Show Podcast. Let's talk, let's talk. So, the song of the week was supposed to be Grown Woman by Beyonce. And I have a couple of deep dives. Let's talk a little bit about grown. I'm a grown woman. Dun, 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 dun. I can do whatever. Okay. I love this song. I think this is probably, like, in her top, in my top fave, top ten favorite songs by her. It came out of nowhere. Okay, the thing I want to really want to say is she, she allegedly, I don't know, who I think the Dreamer, some producer might have told us, you know, she made this album, not this album, she made eight album or a body of work inspired by Fela, Fela Kuti. She was a producer on the Fela or owner or something like, or Jay-Z on the, with like Mary J and Oprah, I think somebody like that, on the Fela Uh, Broadway show that you know Patti LaBelle starred in um, I think she's the only person I really know uh, but anyways she played his mother his mother oh my god I'm so excited for Patti's birthday is next week and I'm really excited for this show I'm gonna put together for her Cele- holiday celebrate celebration so, 
Fela. She had this, so, you know, there's this Fela Coochie album inspired, I think, something like pre four or something like that. Yeah. Um, I wonder if grown woman end of in the end end of time. I wonder if they were on there. Was yeah, because you know they both had like this, you know, tribal African drum hood, like feeling to it. This like modern sort of like African sense, maybe like American African. It just is wonderful, and I wonder if that was a part of it, and she just like picked it up and put it in. A... Beyonce, if Standing on the Sun and Grown Woman were promotional singers, singles, why didn't you just tell us that? Because the whole like Grown Woman thing, I believe, if my memory serves me correct, it like leaked, and then she put it in the Pepsi commercial. Also, Standing on the Sun was in the H&M commercial. She did she did Standing on the Sun, like, once because she um, was, like, making it up for the city that she had to reschedule because she, like, allegedly through Jay-Z was, like, going through some difficult health voice problems or an issue or something. And allegedly she could have lost her voice. He said he, she could have lost her voice. I don't know what the hell was going on. What does that mean? Uh, she never talked about that. Um, I find, you know, she, the only time she really talks about her voice like that, in that sense, was, I think it was like a, whatever, like, Vogue article or something she would talk about. Um, she was, I'm forgetting even what she talked about, but she was talking about, how, like, her voice. Oh, she she took, like, opera singer, opera, opera singing, opera, she took lessons from an opera singer, vocal lessons from an opera singer, and yeah, I think that was it. Which makes sense because it's definitely it's definitely strong and it's definitely definitely there. Shout out to the black opera singers. Um so yeah, she did that, you know, these songs sort of we thought, you know, string of the song was like one and done, but then she added uh grown woman to the uh Miss Carter show set list. This whole like moment with the um Kente Kuti David Coma? I don't think it was David Coma. It was like Kenzo. This Kenzo costume, like tribal looking costume with the fans and the music and the backdrop of the outtakes from the video. The video is sick. The video is sick. The video is sick. The video is just like, oh my goodness. I cannot believe this video. The visual album, I don't particularly like all the songs on that album, but the visuals were disgusting. Disgusting, and it's like, like I said, like all the, the like that I am tour money, I went straight into them videos because those videos were so beautiful and so colorful and so emotioned. Like it was so so great, and the effects were like her and Kelly with the lips and the voice, and her going back in time in the nineties, and then like modern day, and like this African thing, and then her holding those. Ba- <laughs> How many babies does she hold? Were there three babies in the video? Oh my gosh. Her holding all the babies, none of them were blue. Her with Tina sitting on the couch, such a beautiful picture. The the backdrop, the like green screen was so like it just it fit so well and didn't look cheap at all. It didn't look crazy at all. Um but grown woman, what else do I have to say? It was shaking me a little bit. 
Like I said, I think it was leaked. She put it in the video. There was, like, different leaked versions. No, 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 no. There were different versions. And then I think she even put out a version that wasn't even leaked. I don't know if she went back and re-recorded stuff. <laughs> because I think Grown Woman, that leak, like I said, in, like, my favorite, my, my thoughts on, like, the Beyonce eras, that leak definitely pissed her off, I think. <laughs> And so she was like, God damn it, I gotta go do something else and switch it up. And she definitely switched it up. Um, but that leak, there's so many different versions, you know, versions of her saying this word or that word, a clean version or a cleaner version. It's such a beautiful song. I still like I really do enjoy it. I'm a grow. It was kind of like bow down 2.0 in a sense. Um grown woman. I can do it. And then, you know, the I the whatever tour she in, formation tour was like added. I, it's such a great song. It really is. It, it, it's a really great song. Shout out to Beyonce for that because I'm a grown woman. Now, when it first came out, I was just like, what? Because Kelly has a song called Grown Woman. I'm such a grown ass woman. That I knew, you know, I know that song. That's when Kelly's putting out all them singles. Uh, Forever in a Day is like my top five favorite Kelly Rowland songs. The remix is sick also. Oh my God, don't get me started. I'm gonna have to go watch some live videos of her singing Forever in a Day. Kelly was on it during that time. Yes, she was putting all these, you know, rose-colored glasses, um, Forever in a Day, all these singles, Grown Woman. There was really good quality, good quality music. Yeah. And it sounds better than what she put out recently. But anyways, um, I was like, how are you going to steal Kelly Rowland's song like that, song title like that? Like, I wouldn't do that. I would probably, like, change something up. But whatever. But even Kelly, you know, started to, like, duplicate <laughs> song titles, at, like, five, six years apart. So I was like, oh, my goodness. But anyways, go listen to Grown Woman. I love that song. What's next? Let's end this show. The Dare Show Podcast, where I talk music, I talk reviews, I talk Patty LaBelle, I talk whatever I want to talk about. Whatever I find popping, locking, and dropping in the musical streets. Carrie Underwood is going on tour. She put this video out on like Sunday night. This really cute video. This, like, you know, 20-second, 15-second clip of her denim and her rhinestones and her geet. No, 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 no. Was that her guitar? I think it was a guitar. And then Monday or Tuesday, whatever, the full video comes out and, you know, she turns her back in her, like, denim jacket with the rhinestone out in America. That was so cute. She's going on a 430, sorry, a 43-city tour. Starting in October, and I can't wait. I I was expecting, you know, Carrie is consistent. Here's my tour, here's my singles, here's the video, here's the album. Boom, 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 boom. She's consistent. I was expecting a tour, but I wasn't expecting so soon, but I should have expected it. I'm so excited. I can't wait to go see Carrie. I don't know what y'all are going to go to. I live in, like, northern sh- Louisiana. Um, I can, there's a Dallas show. 
Or is that a Houston show? I don't know. I forget. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Houston. I think it's Houston and New Orleans are similar in dates. And then Dallas is like another leg, which is confusing. But I guess, you know, you got to do what shows you can when you can travel the can America. The gun America. Let's call it the gun America now. Um... The domestic, the domestic terrorist, terrorist America. Um, I don't know which one I want to go to. Dallas. I probably. I want to go to Dallas. What I've been to Dallas. I've been to Dallas. Well, I think I want. Maybe I'll go to New Orleans. Even though Dallas is quicker, because New Orleans is like, uh, oof. That drive. I'm not driving. First of all, I'm not driving anyways. So it's either Dallas or New Orleans. <laughs> I don't know which I'm going to, but I'm excited. She's going with Jimmy Allen. I think he's opening for her. It's said with, but you know. I'm not going to see Jimmy Allen. I'm going to see Carrie Underwood. Um, anyways. And then after this tour, I believe she said she's going back to Vegas. So that'll be very interesting. I just saw on my, on my, um, what's it called? My work, what is this? Oh. I just saw on my work website that I can get like Vegas tickets on a discount. I'm like, I could have been in saw, went and saw Carrie Underwood. I'm so mad. But anyway. That's it for the Dare Show podcast. Carrie Edwards going on tour. Her album comes out June 10th, which is in a couple of weeks, about three weeks. There's no new video except for Ghost Story. Um, she hasn't, you know, I feel like she should have been at the Billboard Awards. She was at the iHeart Radio, iHeart Country, I'm sorry, festival this past weekend. No footage of that. No footage of, um... Like, nobody's out here taping concerts anymore. No footage of the, um, Incredible Stagecoach performance. Besides what they've... Like, the two songs they posted online. Which I don't care about Undo It. And I don't care about, um... Whatever other song I put up. Like, give us Cry Pretty. Give us the, um... The screw-ups y'all made. (laughs) Stagecoach. Okay, so I have a couple of announcements. The Dare Show Podcast is available on Spotify Podcast. It's on Apple Podcast. It's on YouTube. There's a bunch of Patty LaBelle stuff and a bunch of other stuff. I've been doing reviews. Um, they're up on... I did a couple of reviews. First of all, the Meredith's First Sight review I did, which was so fun. I mean, the Unmatchables, Married at, Certified, Married at First Sight Unmatchables. And then recently I did The Judds. Um, that was a TV show on OWN about 10 years ago. I did a review on that show. <laughs> and I'm kinda, I got kind of sad when I finished reviewing them because I'm like, I'm, I'm going to miss these redheads and their emotions and their funny and uh, their dramatics. <laughs> I'm going to miss it. And I did get a little sad. I was like, oh, what am I going to do now? But that's all that is on YouTube. You can watch it. You can listen to it. Uh, you can listen to it. You can't watch it. You're not really watching nothing. What the hell is that? Oh, Lord. I thought I was in Baghdad for a second. That's not funny. But anyways, you can definitely check it all out. Um, Yeah, and I'll be back next week. 
Patty's birthday is on Tuesday. Her 78th birthday. She has some cute little shows this week. Um, Somebody's been, like, her makeup artist and her hair artist or whoever, they've been posting these cute-ass videos of Patty looking incredible. I want Patty, quick note before I leave, I just want Patty to get a new costume. Because I feel like the, those suits she'd be wearing... It looks like she's so restricted and she can't like bust out and have fun and sing her heart out. But, you know, I think that's, you know, her creation and stuff. Um, like, I really love the flowy, like, black and white print and the yellow print. Um, Moo Moo skirt thingies that she's been wearing. Those are, cute. Those are so cute. And then her hair is just so thick. <laughs> I love Patty LaBelle. Shout out to Patty LaBelle. Shout out to the voice of the nation. Okay, this is it. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next week to talk about something. I don't know what, but we'll be here. And I have this fierce single that Sammy McKinney and these little guys put together, baby. I got a single that'll make you jump up and dance. And if you can't dance to that, you got a hole in your soul, okay? Mm. <laughs>